You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to Season 10, Episode 17 of Scottish Football Forums podcast. This is a Championship League 1 and League 2 preview special. Uh, I'm good, John. Um, I was supposed to have two special guests, but unfortunately, um, James Kearney can't make it. But I am f- pleased to say that I'm joined by a man of no fewer than nine clubs across the three divisions and League Cup winner, Ali Graham. How are you, Ali? Fine, John. Thanks very much. Yeah, great. Looking forward to it. It's, nah, it's nearly upon us, isn't it? It's nearly upon us. How it'll work out, we don't know, but looking forward to it anyway. Yeah, certainly. I mean, it all kicks off a week in... Um, a week on Fridays, we record, we're recording this on Thursday, the podcast will probably get out the weekend. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, um, it's, it's strange that we're getting into the middle of October and we're talking about the start of a, a season in the lower leagues. It's it's a bit surreal, isn't it? Absolutely. And not only that, we've probably done maybe a dozen, we've been a dozen games already anyway and looked at the formula teams and looked to see who we know and who's signed for who and... But what we're doing is we're actually just phoning guys and then looking up the laptop or whatever and seeing who's signed <laughs> for each other. So it's really, really strange, you know. And obviously the Premiership's been been going for a, a few weeks now and um, it's been good having that back. But it's, this is a bread and butter for me. I like the lower league. So um, this will be quite interesting. And there might be a few surprises in there, John, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, well, we'll certainly save the banter for when we come into predictions time. But, uh, you know, you obviously have your role with uh, Art Sport. And have you been able to get to some of these um, closed door friendly matches in your role? Not at the moment, because we don't know what the protocol is with the, the obviously the directors, etc. I think if I had a club tie for so many games, I'd maybe be able to sneak in. But I don't think they're too happy about it. And I, I, don't, I think they're quite right. You know, if you were putting mm-hmm. something on social media or something, you were at a game and supporters whatever can get into the game John you know so we've kept it a wee bit kind of quiet there and just let the the players do their thing just now and until I don't even know if players are going to be able to leave tickets for their families or you know their friends or whatever and the, the, you know the foreseen future so we just need to wait to see what the government say as usual and and go with that but what we did hit on a wee bit earlier was the fact that if they are going to start this and they're going to start kind of weaning us into the games again it's got to start down at the lower leagues because I'm sure there's enough room for guys, two, 250, 300 people, to get into a decent-sized stadium. And, 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 you know, I was at Albion Rovers last year, as you know, and yeah. if there was 250, 300 people there, they'd not be standing on top of each other. They were spread out and there wasn't any problem yeah. with that. So I think if it's done properly, I totally, I totally think um, it should be done at the lower lower league levels. Even in, And that's even taken into account um, the Lowland League, etc. You know, for some of these teams, because it's you know it's a bit fin- it's a bit financial um, uh, and everything to uh, uh, do with that because these clubs need to stay afloat, John. And you know yourself, some of them have made significant signings this year, and without the supporters, we don't know where the, the game's going to go. So we need to try and get them in as quickly as possible to try and get some money back into the clubs. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've blogged a couple of times and I've always um, maintained that if we were going to start it, it should be at the lower leagues. Now, the, the, there's also been a couple of pilot events in the top flight um, because obviously at that point it was looking good. We we're looking at the 14th of September for fans getting back in. Yeah. Um, there was two pilot events before that, Aberdeen, Ross County. To my knowledge, um, no linked cases of COVID were linked to those events. But yeah. because 
numbers are going by, they don't want to open anything up just now, which I'm not going to go into whether it's right or wrong. The government's in a very difficult position, um, but it's, it is very frustrating from a fan's point what of view. Was the, that, what, what was the general overall feeling for the supporters that got into the Aberdeen game of three or 350, whatever? For what I saw, um, and I'm only getting, going by um, from, from yeah. Twitter, but the people that I know on Twitter that managed to, that were lucky enough to get tickets, they said it was pretty, um, it was pretty good. Um, you had a time to go and pick up your ticket. Um, you went in, they went in different entrances. They were spread yeah. out across Pathology. And of yeah. course, you're talking 300 in a 21,000 seater stadium. Um, so it was more than manageable. I watched that particular game on Red TV and the atmosphere sounded okay. I know you're not allowed to shout. You're not allowed to cheer. That might, <laughs> that might take a lot away from it, but I think it might do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. But I think it was just good hearing other, like, even just clapping as opposed yeah. to, um, the occasional shout from, the dugout. To be fair what I have, what I have, can I learn myself from, from uh, watching the, some of the, the, the bigger games with no crowds in? Is the, the language for these modern day football players is absolutely atrocious, John. To be quite honest with you, you can hear them swearing and everything. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that in my day, you know. We of course, didn't you didn't, <laughs> 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 I can't what it's all about. I'm not just say workman's language. I'm afraid workman's language. Fantastic. It's good to hear the shouts because you can learn a lot for the shouts as well. Yeah. When I mean, there's a big crowd in Petordry or wherever, Tynecastle, Easter Road, you can't hear the, the, the instructions for the players or the managers. And that's what we're hearing just now. And it's actually quite good, some of the patter, you know. So, it, you know, you always say as a supporter and you're watching a game and there's a crowd in, you, you couldn't have shouted for that there. Well, you can hear them shouting now. So they do shout, but um, there's no excuses in making mistakes these days because there's no crowd in. Yeah, I don't know, sometimes um, when there's 12,000 at Petorje, you can still hear um, people in the pitch because the atmosphere can be that flat, depending on who the opponents are. Well, um, I didn't the, want the to mention that. No, it's, it's all good. Listen, um, I'm honest enough to, to know. Um, so, yeah, it's it's been a bit peculiar getting to this. But last time you and, I, um, you and I spoke in F-Bomb, John, as well, um, we, there was still the debate over the league reconstruction, how the promotion relegation um, was settled it was a farce of a some absolute farce the way everything was handled um, what was your f- thoughts on how things were handled what in your opi- honest opinion do you think should have my happened honest opinion, my honest opinion um, was, is, and I've got to be careful what I say because I don't want yeah. to hurt any of my former team's feelings you know, Wraith got crowned champions Falkirk you know, a, a team that I played for, didn't play very well for them but played for them um, I felt slightly sorry for them, I must admit, you know. I, I felt that, that was never hard done by, but the, the biggest one for me was Partick Thistle. I mean, uh, you know, in the league, and, and, and I've got no doubt because they, me and Stuart working the art sport, of course, we, we know the money that they put behind. We got a couple of players in at the January window for Ian McCall, uh, and he, he, was, he was good with the boys and got them in and really made a go of keeping Partick Thistle up, which I think they would have done. And to get that taken away from them, John, um, I think was a bit harsh. You know, I think it was a bit harsh to end it that way. But that was the rules. That's what we've got to go on me. You think there should have been league reconstruction? Um, no, I just think we should have finished the leagues. That's what I thought. I think we should have finished the leagues. Uh, me and my, a couple of my mates have agreed on that. I don't think this season's important at the minute. We should have finished the leagues. Um, I know it would have taken a wee while to, to, to go out and do that, but at, at least you bring something to a conclusion. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. I know it's yeah. no everybody's opinion, but it brings it to a conclusion, and then you can start again. Yeah. I think I've rushed into this one, although it's October mm-hmm. now, and we still yeah. don't know 
what the virus is going to do. And I know we're touching on the virus, we don't really want it, but mm-hmm. it's there. Um, and it, we're not, we don't seem to be moving it at the minute, you know. And yeah. other, everybody's infect, affected by it as well, you know. So mm-hmm. it's strange times, John, strange times for football. It definitely is. It's, um, it's worrying times. With regards to the... I think in an ideal world, everyone would have loved the leagues to be um, play to conclusion. Um, obviously, it then became clear that football was not happening until... I mean, the, the, SP, the Premiership clubs only got the go-ahead at the start of July. It started the season at the start of August. Yeah. Um, so it would have been impossible. Then you've got, I think, the new Sky contract played a factor. Um, yeah. UEFA played a factor because they wanted everyone finished for the start of August for their competitions. Rightly well, or wrongly. So it's, all, it's all about the money then, John. Unfortunately, um, I would have had yeah. league reconstruction. I would have had the league reconstruction. I would have went fourteen, ten, 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 um, which would have allowed, which wouldn't have penalised the likes of Hearts, Partick, Thistle, Stranraer. It would have um, rewarded um, the likes of well, Falkirk. We've made that example. I mean, they were only one point behind. Um, it would have rewarded um, Edinburgh City as well, and it would have rewarded, for me, the most important one: Celtic Hearts Celtic. and Celtic Hearts. and Rangers. They should have had that opportunity to get that promotion um, or play that game against Brecon, and it was taken away. That was an awful decision in my eyes. Yeah, I totally agree with you. But then you would have still had what's going on just now, you know. And then you, you know, but we spoke about as well the regionalising yeah. things and teams like Kelty having to travel to Cove and Cove going down to Stranraer or whatever but they're going to have to do. I mean, that is that's a nightmare journey, and it, it's again with teams having to jump into their own cars and travel. Midweek games, if they're up working, how are they going to work that one out? I mean, they're not allowed to take showers. I do know for a fact that one team were in a concourse where they, you get your pie in Bovril. That's where they've done their team talk and get changed mm-hmm. um, before they played a game the other week there. So it's not a game day experience for these players at lower league levels. Um and I know a couple of guys have went man up, jump in the car and drive, but they're not driving for three and a half hours, four hours, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you're going into the winter months as well, where it is going to be soaking wet and you're jumping in your car. <laughs> you might end up with the flu or whatever. You don't know. And, yeah. and it just seems a bit unfair to me. And it's, as I said to you earlier on, John, I, I really am glad I'm not currently playing football, you know, because it's the whole camaraderie thing and addressing me guys, travelling me guys in your car, that was the reason I went to some football clubs to travel with these guys to training. It was brilliant. We had a brilliant car at Wraith Rovers and, and characters that I'll, I'll, I'll always remember. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you've not got that experience at the minute if you're signing for a new club. So I don't know where we start with that. I don't know where it's going to end. But we have to get, we have to, we have to try and move on anyway and hopefully something, some sort of a, um, a, a flu jag or something like that can take care of this virus, you know, because... It's not going to go away from me, John. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm totally agreeing. I think um, it's they need to find a way of dealing with it um, until such time as vaccines just um, made can available. Yeah, yeah. We can see um, yeah, back, thankfully. Um, all I was just saying there was that they need to find a way of dealing with the virus being there. Um, have some find out what remedies are, are going to be used to help fight the virus a bit until such time as a vaccine comes, because it's not yep. going away anytime soon. Um, the more pressing matter, rather than the politics, I mean, thankfully the politics are all done with. It was a bad summer for the infighting, and some of the statements from chairman were terrible, if I'm being yep. honest with you. I think they yep. acted like 14-year-old kids on, on discovering Facebook for the first time. Um, but that's what? just my... I'm still knowing Facebook, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> 
Well, twerking was just as bad, um, yeah, as you know. <laughs> but well, no, no, yeah, I'm glad we're, pa- we're past that and now we're looking forward to the new season. But the biggest challenge now is how these clubs um, survive because obviously the, the potential fans be, um, come back to the grounds has been taken away. Yeah, Some of these clubs, like Wraith Rovers, I'll use that example because you played from Albion Rovers, actually, was another one. Um, yeah. Use the just given pages to try and get them through the summer. What's yeah. going to happen now? That's um, an even bigger worry. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, the players that they've signed, the budgets that they've put out, um, I know they're looking for, you know, kind of charitable things. I mean, Falkirk got a good one with the two foreigners, coming the two, is it two Canadian and American boys are come in and put a stake in as shareholders, mm-hmm. 26% or something like that. You know, that's great if the clubs can do that and get people to put money into the clubs. But, you know, it's all about getting guys through the gate. It's all about selling your programmes, selling your pie and bovrols, selling things, merchandise. And that's not happening at the minute. So that's going to be the, the, the hard part for me. Um, we need, need to get people back into games. It's as simple as that, you know. And people will feel better for it. The, the, mm-hmm. the players will feel better. Guys, punters are going to see their club, even for the juniors, Clyde Banks and, you know, walking like Talbots of this world and then you get to the Lowland Leagues. All these punters, it doesn't matter if there's 100, 150, 300. That's what the club's all about, getting these people into their grounds. And we need to try and do that as quickly as possible. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. Um, the other big concern is um, is with regards to the fixture scheduling. Um, we're obviously seeing examples in the top flight that games have been postponed. Is there enough time to fit, rearrange fixtures? The Betfred Cup, um, I don't know what your personal feelings are on that. I think it should should have went back to knockout for this season. I think the group stage totally is a, a pain and you're seeing the effects of what happened with Forfar and Kilmarnock this week. Um Thankfully, the cha- I'm not mean disrespect to Charles Cup. I think it's a good competition for the lower teams, but it was the right call not to have that this season, in my opinion, because yeah. it frees up some dates. So yeah. what do you think about the challenges f- from there? Yeah, I totally agree. I think it should have been knockout. And not only that, I mean, the Premier League teams have been playing teams and they've probably fielded weaker, so-called weaker sides. But these, these championship teams, League 1, League 2 sides now, are, are just starting out. It's their pre-season. Mm-hmm. So you're going to a Betfred Cup and play against teams that have maybe played four or five games. It's a wee bit unfair, I, presume, I, I think, because not only four or five games, they've, they've had friendlies. These, these teams have they? They've just started back really in the last couple of weeks. Well, okay ten games in the season, Ali. Ten games in Well, there you go. So they've, they've played all the games. So I, I feel sorry for the weird teams, but you know, it's mm-hmm. the bread and butters, the, the leagues. That's what the bread and butters for them. They just need to forget about the cup competitions and go on with the league and then see how they go because they're all playing on a level playing field. Then they've not had the same, you know. For instance, Dundee have they played ten games more than 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 say Hearts or Wraith Rovers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Um, they're on a level playing field and, but you know it, it's going to be hard and the thing is for me as well John is the fact that a player pops up with this virus every now and then some squads are bigger than others you'll have teams like Alloa for instance or Broth maybe not as big as Dundee and Hearts Hearts can still go and get the three points I believe they should be able to go and get the three points against these teams if any of these guys have to pull out of their squads mm-hmm. so I don't know how that's going to work um, and I, I don't know the rule on we're seeing Odson Edward getting that the, the, the Premier the, the, the Celtic Rangers game might get cancelled but the other ones didn't get cancelled so 
you know, they need to make a decision and need to make it quickly, especially for the lower leagues as well, because these guys need to know where their squads are going to be and who they're going to be able to field. And, and by the way, look at East Stirling a couple of weeks ago, every single one of them plus their families had to get into isolation, which was then, then wasn't the right, they get the wrong advice. So there has to be a rule, there has to be the right advice, and then we need to just go on with it. Yeah, um, the thing that I'm, that's, um, that's bugging me, and I'll, I'll be honest with, with this one, Alexander Gogic, uh, before the Hips Aberdeen game, um, he he got he got a false positive, but because of that he still had to self isolate for 14 days and he missed out getting his first cap for Cyprus, which thankfully he's now got. Um, yeah. And that affected Hips that day. And whilst I was pleased Aberdeen won the game one nil, you know, mm. a wee bit's taken out of that because they had one of their best players out um, because well, I, I, of I, I, something I, I, that wasn't their own fault. <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you, he made a difference, John, because I watched him at Hamilton Aki's quite a lot last season, and I said to a couple of Hibs supporter pals of mine, this guy will just sit and break up the play, I'm telling you, he's magnificent at it, and nothing fancy, he's just a solid, fit guy who goes in and steals the ball for midfielders and gets his foot in and blocks tackles, and he's been doing that for Hibs, and I've went, by the way, this guy's, you know, he's, he's up there with nearly a man of the match every game so far, because Hibs have started well. As long as you can keep that going uh, and you keep playing them, but no, you're right. Uh, it's a difficult situation because a team like Hibs even losing him out a game had had, had effect an effect on them. Mm-hmm. And it's the other thing as well with the, the the COVID. I mean, the people are getting tested for it and they're getting these negative, as you say. Some of the, that's been happening quite a lot, you know. Or else they get one three or four days later and it's it's, it's giving them the all clear. I mean, how do they work that out in a week leading up to a game? Yeah. Because the guy's going to have to self-isolate before the game. Mm-hmm. So it's a difficult situation all round. Yeah, it seems like there's mixed messages. Um, there's yeah. no clear guidelines being set out um, yeah. with regards to, I mean, you know, we've obviously talked about a couple of the Premiership games um, with that. So how that's going to affect the Championship, you know, because that's a different bubble altogether because a lot of them are part-time working wherever and then bringing that to um, the football twice a week and then the, well, before the game weekend. Exactly. So, so what you're basically saying is, as a guy gets off his work in the morning, he'll go to training at night or play a game. He plays the game, he's still not had a shower. And by the way, believe it or not, the reason for not having a shower is because the steam can maybe pass on COVID and the steam and mm-hmm. the steam for the shower. That's what I get told. That's I'm, I'm not kidding you on here. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I get told. And the answer to that was, can we not just turn the showers down a bit and make them a wee bit more lukewarm? No, just in case there's any steam that passes COVID. So okay. that's 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 the truth. That's the, the God's honest truth. I get told that. So there we are. So there's players travelling about, driving how far it is they're going to a game, and still not getting relaxed properly, getting a shower after it, driving home to their families. They're going home to get a shower in the rain house where they've been out all day, and we wonder how the the virus is passing on to people. <laughs> Yeah, you know. it's, a, it's a bit crazy. Maybe Neil yeah. Doncaster should use this as a marketing opportunity to get links to sponsor the Premier League. Um, but that's a bit of a desperate situation. But we'll move, we'll move on um, from onto the positives of the, yeah. the fact that the league seasons are finally getting underway next week. So we'll start off in the Championship. Um, Favourites, without question, Hearts. Um, having come down, came down with um, still a decent squad. They've obviously moved some players on, but they've made some pretty impressive signings. Uh, Craig Gordon going back, I think, is an excellent sign for that level. Um, Stephen King's at left back, I think, is a decent player. Andy Halliday, I think, will be a very good sign in that league as well. Um, 
do you can cover their favourites to the title? Well, I don't want to tell you who's going to win it, but I mean, uh, you're, I don't, you're going to ask me at the end. I'll be asking you yeah, once we've done the whole right, championship. Well, preview, yeah. I was looking. I was quite. I, I, I was quite surprised actually at the fact when I was looking up a few things and looking on their pages and how many players they released around about eighteen to twenty players. That's counting loan players. They signed in seven, so they got really a lot of dead wood there. Yeah. John, but you're right. Craig Gordon's come in, won so many trophies at Celtic, uh, vastly experienced. I think he'll be a fantastic sign for them. Andy Halliday can play midfield, left back anywhere. He he's came for no for Rangers, playing at a decent level. Um, but they've also, for me, a couple of guys have got in Jordan Roberts for Ipswich, and a guy Josh Ganelli for for Preston. You know, mm-hmm. and I think these getting these guys the, the kind of championship in England or even League One in England are, are good players to come into our league um, and I'm not saying their league's far better than ours but I mm-hmm. think they'll know what it's all about and they'll be physically uh, up for it so I think they could be good signings mm-hmm. um, but I do look for Hearts to bounce straight back up I think don't get me wrong you know teams gone there will love it you know especially if they do get the crowds back in it's a, it's a good yeah. buzz you get right in it it's a cracking part to play on Yeah, but they'll fancy their chances to bounce back up and if we create Gordon and Halliday there as well as the players that you've mentioned um, are still there then I think they'll be quite hard to stop yeah I think so even though they've lost Anne Hickey um, I think they've got yeah. enough about them um, certainly yeah. in this level uh, so with regards to some of the contenders Inverness were last season second place when the league stopped um, they look as though they've lost a couple of really key players. Like Cal Tremarco's left to go to um, Ross, Ross County. Jordan White went to Motherwell. Sean Rooney left for St. Johnson. Um, they brought in Shane Sutherland, who was very good a couple of years ago with Elgin. Um, and I'm trying to think who else. They've, they've just seen that Kai Kennedy on loan from Rangers. Um, he's got yeah. good potential. Do you yeah. fancy them to be in and around at the end of the season? I think they'll be in and around. I'm not wanting to get in a position away because I'll rob what, what's wonders up there. Um, yeah. It's always a difficult place to go. He seems to get the right, you know, he organises them well. They're hard to beat. I think you're right. I think Jordan White moving's a, 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 low, a, a blow for him, sorry. He scored a few goals. Um, but bringing in Shane Sull, he needs to recapture his kind of. You know, when he was there, and they went to Elgin, banged in goals, and he's kind of playing a wee bit deeper now instead of up top. So he needs to recapture some of his earlier form, and I think it's still at that level he could still score goals because I really like him. You know, I think he's a good striker, but mm-hmm. I still think Robbo, I still think Inverness are, are there or there are boots. But I've, you know, I'm not about to tell you where I put them, but I think they'll be there or there are boots, and I, I think Robbo really, really organises them well. And it's yeah. not it's not a good it's not a great place to travel up to as well, you know. But um, no, they're a good side, and I think they'll be there thereabouts this season. Yeah, possibly. I'll, we'll obviously um, get that in just and a moment. You stole, but... And you stole my bit of paper here because you're, you're just <laughs> rhyming up all the teams that I'm saying here. <laughs> another, another possible contender, um, Dundee. Um, I... Big season, for, big season for James McPake because um, it didn't really work out last season. Um, Dundee were no. mainly mid table. Um, oh. And but they've signed Charlie Adam, um, which I think is a big sign. Danny Mullen from St Myrna thinks a good signing. Yeah. Um, done big season for Dundee. Definitely, Osmond Sow's back in. Uh, Alex uh, Jakubiak, he was there mm-hmm. in loan before, wasn't he? So um, they've not added a lot, a lot of numbers, but they've added quality for me, John. Mm-hmm. I think they could push Hearts all the way. I, I believe that Dundee are the team that um, you're right. 
last season was a bit of a nightmare for him. So this season, I think he's got to get it right. And I think he's signed the players. You know, you're not going to tell me Charlie Adam will not be able to spray passes about in midfield for Dundee. Yeah, Come on, he's played at the top level, you know. Yeah. Get guys moving a bit, run about him. His delivery for free kicks, you know, corners, whatever. He'll be a big influence this year, as long as he's fit, if he's yeah. really fit enough. Because I think he might maybe underestimate the league a wee bit, because there's a lot of fit guys in and around that area. But once he gets up to scratch, um, he, he'll, he's, he's a fantastic player. There's no getting away from that. I mean, brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a good capture for him. So, with these other guys, I'm really, uh, Jakubiak, I think for me, could be the one that could be up there uh, pushing for the goals. I think he could be in amongst the goals really early and be the one that kind of gets the points on board for them. So, I, I fancied indeed he'd be there or thereabouts at the end of the season. Yeah, and, we're, and some of the other play, player contenders now, well, you could possibly look at the rest of the league because um, it's always that tight. But well, um, well, It's funny you say that, John, because I was looking at the leagues today and this was one. This was the easiest league out of the lot to try and get my, my top four and my bottom two into. Yeah. Because League One and League Two are an absolute nightmare. <laughs> nightmare. Yeah. yeah they just all beat each other, you know. But in this league, I feel as if there's a wee bit of a gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, my reason for that is the fact that what happened earlier on in the season for instance, Queen of the South letting all their players, most of their players go, kind of then scrapping about. But as soon as the furlough started, they let them go. They put their cards on the table. Um, Wraith have just come up. I think they'll do okay, but maybe find it a wee bit difficult. Um, Air United, mall team, they've, they've moved in and out a lot of guys as well. Um, you know, but Bruce Anderson will be a good okay. sign for them. Yeah, they'll, 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 they'll surprise teams. Are they going to be up there? I don't think so. I'm looking mid-table. A Roth and Aloha, I think they'll surprise teams as well, but going away from home, can they get enough points to board? I see we Trout, my wee mate, scored last night again. <laughs> at seven seasons in a row, seven goals at the very first game. Even although a few of them are penalties, I must get in there, Alan, you know. Because <laughs> I've done it five or six, and there weren't no penalties. <laughs> but, um, no, so I'm looking at teams that are, that are going to beat each other, John. Mm-hmm. And my, you want me to give my top four? Might as well go for it. We're on that part Okay, now. so I've got Hearts for obvious reasons. Experience, yeah. quality. I've got Dundee, second place, going to the playoffs. Um, because of their quality, because of their signed. Mm-hmm. Um, I've went for a wee surprise here in third, and I don't think any of my Kakodi pals would be quite happy for me. I fancied them firmly to finish the top three. I just think they've got Dom Thomas, Dick McManus, Sean Font Williams, Stephen Whitaker, and the rest of the guys that they had. Um, Whitaker's experience... Mm-hmm. Dick McManus um, can score goals. Dom Thomas, tricky winger, can win games himself. I've watched him a lot over the last couple of years, doing it Kelly, etc. Watched him in loan at Dumbarton a couple of seasons ago. Brilliant, brilliant player. But he needs to keep his feet in the ground and go and yeah. be a footballer. This is a big season for him. So, you know, obviously because of my Kirkcaldy links, it's Jason Dare and Stevie Crawford are my old teammates, so they're the management yeah. team there. So I thought I'd throw them in. I fancied them firmly to get third place. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you, you come back with the wee robot Inverness. I think they're always there or thereabouts. I just don't know what it is, what he gets out of his players. Yeah, he's got a bit of a depleted squad this season. Maybe not as good as last year, but again, he'll be organised and he'll be able to pull a few strings and get them really, really mm-hmm. tight at the back. Um, so they're difficult to beat up there. So that's my top four. It's Hearts, Dundee, Dunfermline and Inverness. I think you've read my book. book. I've got the exact <laughs> same top four in that order. No yeah, way. seriously. <laughs> yeah. Right. But by the way, <laughs> well, let's look at the bottom end of the table then. What have you got for that? Right. So I have in second bottom, 
I think second season syndrome's going to hurt our growth, but I think they'll do enough to avoid bottom. Dick, Dick Campbell, for me, was the manager of the season last season. Yeah, um, I wouldn't disagree with that. That was a tough call because um, Aloha, I think, have done well under Peter Grant. I think they'll be there about Morton, I'm not sure about what they'll do. But the team I think I'm going to finish bottom is going to be Queen of the South. That's exactly what I've put, mate. Because the last couple of seasons, they've really been struggling, especially the second half of the season. And see yeah. when you, you're struggling that end for a couple of seasons and just doing enough, yeah. it'll catch I'm up. Not, and I'm I think they would have went down last season, but for the yeah. COVID. Yeah. I'm not taking in away from the boys that he's brought in, but I just feel... He could always bring in a bit of quality there. And I'm not saying they're younger, they're maybe less experienced, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's my reason for them. And I think they've just been put together to get through the season and hope, hope yeah. that they're going to stay up. I think it's more hope than anything. Mm-hmm. But for the, the, the second bottom for the playoffs, I've got Aloha. I just yeah. think Aloha have been in there long enough now and I think they might struggle this season. Although I love going to the recreation mm-hmm. park and watching games. Mm-hmm. I agree with you about a broth. There's something about Gayfield. They get the points up there. Yeah. Um, Morton, another good manager who seems to get the best out. They've lost a lot mm-hmm. of good players as well, but he gets the best out. Hoppy gets the best out his players. Yeah. And if they do get the crowd back in, they can be a good wee support down there as well for mm-hmm. them. So, and obviously Wraith we hit on. Um, so that that that's basically my league way. Arlo in the playoffs, and um, Queen of the South can down for me. That's the championship. Yeah, so we've just went with a different A for ninth so place. It, well, Other than I, that, it's all spot on. I, so I, I don't know what the odds would be on that, John, but <laughs> I, I wouldn't advise them to go and put that one. No, definitely. <laughs> not, 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 not with my track record. Um, no, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, so getting get, get into League One, um, for me, there's two main contenders for promotion. It's probably the yeah. two teams that were, as we spoke about, were effect, that were probably the most harshly done by in this, this whole thing. Partick Thistle having come down and Falkett who were a point behind. Um, yeah. I interviewed David McCracken, uh, so we interviewed David McCracken with the podcast last season. Um, yeah. They were doing really well. Um, it's going to be a real tough one between those two. And uh, again, some decent signs are coming in both clubs. Totally agree. Um, as I said, earlier on there, John, they, they, they added in January um, a lot of, of decent signings to, to try and stay up and obviously the pandemic came and it didn't work out for them mm-hmm. but they're, they're going to be a decent decent team again this season they've got a decent support as well whenever they could get in yeah. Thistle are always hard to beat for how well organised um, and I can see them doing really well this season mm-hmm. I totally agree with Falkirk I think Falkirk have maybe signed maybe in, the, in this window signed more players um, we've got a couple of boys in there, Scott Mercer, Anton Dowds, um, but they've signed Richie Foster as well. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the new investors came on board and 26% shareholding that they've took on. So yeah. that's always good to know at the back of your mind when the pandemic's going about, you know where the money's coming from. Mm-hmm. I think I think Falkirk, if they can get their home forum on track at their stadium, mm-hmm. on, the, on their artificial surface there, you know, I think they can be hard to beat. I think they'll be really fit this season. I'm, I'm, I was I was really impressed with the two managers. I thought they were great. And what I like about them is the balance. A defender and a striker. Big Miller can teach one of our boys, Anton, everything about the game. And he can go as far as he wants to, if he listens to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously at the back, Big McCracken can, 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 can get them well organised there. You know, So I was really impressed with them. Um, and liked what they had to say about the club and... and, and where they were going. But 
Um, aye. And then it's, then it's, then it's a, everybody can beat everybody else in that league because <laughs> that found is really difficult. I mean, just to recap, we've got Airdrie, Clyde, Cove, Dumbarton, East Fife, Falkirk, Forfarn, and Troyes, Partick, Thistle, and Peterhead. Mm-hmm. Now, if you can separate, or anybody in the world can separate, <laughs> apart from Falkirk and Partick, Thistle, any of the teams, and tell me who's going to beat anybody else, then well done, because that is a minefield, an absolute minefield. What about, Don't get um, me wrong. Don't get me wrong, I do have my two that are going to struggle. Yeah. But the rest of them are just, you know, Airdrie have signed, Airdrie have signed, uh, they've got the biggest changeover in the whole league. They've, mm-hmm. and uh, loan players in out 18 to 20, and 11, 12, just a different team. So they could be in and they want to be. And by the way, what we were talking about earlier, John, was the fact that playing in front of any crowds, that'll suit Airdrie because the fans can be a wee bit boisterous at times <laughs> against their own team because I've sat yeah. in among them and they give them dogs abuse if they're not playing well so the Airdrie players can just go out and concentrate on their football now, I've done a right few games there for the newspaper many many years <laughs> and uh, they can be they can be a hard they can be a hard watch um, the fans you know they'll let the players know so that'll maybe suit them is that is that just John Martin and Alan Lawrence <laughs> Well, I was, well, I was going to way back then. I was at Brimfield. But the new, did you move to New Spain? I'm probably them as fans. No, no, just punters. <laughs> just, aye, aye, I, I know, know. But just punters that maybe still don't, don't like to walk the extra 300 yards from Brimfield into the new the, the Excelsior, you know. That's what they're still going on about. <laughs> After all these years, it's been built for about 20 years now. But um, <laughs> but you've also got teams like you've got teams like Dumbarton in there. Duff's back mm-hmm. again after his wee heart scare. It was good to see him the other night there. Yeah. He organises the same as the other managers, Hoppy and the other leagues, and mm-hmm. experience. Um, Saint Sam Wardrobe, Nat Weatherburn, Fergie, um, big midfielder who I've been doing to, to, to the Rock a few times last season, near the end of the season. And the parks, isn't he? But what we were talking about earlier on, the surfaces, mm-hmm. it's a bowling green at the start of the season, and it can get a wee bit heavy. So big Weatherburn in there, the size, the size of him. He, that could maybe suit him. He'll be about knocking people about, and that'll not be a, a, an easy place to go and pick up three points, John. So, no, there's so many not. teams in there that are just like for like, really, and um, it's difficult. But by the way, you and I could be wrong, and Falkirk and Partick Thistle might be mid table, and it could be there mm-hmm. could be a surprise in there, you know. So, we don't know, but just be looking at the teams, looking at the bigger clubs. Listen, let's be honest about it Thistle and Falkirk are championship teams pushing for the Premier League. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, let's be honest. Let's mm-hmm. be honest about it, right? So they're my top. They're in my top two. Um, yeah, but the other ones are. It could be. It could be. Honestly, it could be any. By the way, Cove Rangers could come up and and um, and and they and, and cause a few upsets because I've watched them a couple of times and their set plays are magnificent. They've got a good mm-hmm. coach here, a good manager. So I'm not going to tell you, tell you where I've got them in the league right enough, but they could still cause a few problems up at their park. So it's going yeah. to be a really, really difficult season um, for teams travelling up there. And, and don't forget, Montrose is a difficult place. You've got East Fife midweek. They're all good teams with good managers. But me, Stuart is one of the best managers in that league. I, don't, yeah. I can't believe he's not had a bigger move yet. What he's done with that club is remarkable. I agree with you. And I think it was about three or four years ago when they, they went on an unbeaten run about 11 games. They stay up, didn't they? Because I, mm-hmm. I covered a couple. They went to two games to go. They went to Stirling Albion and beat them. And they were brilliant that day. They were really mm-hmm. good. And uh, he turned them round. And I agree. I think he might have had a wee sniff somewhere. 
and he knocked it back for some reason. I can't remember, John. Don't quote me on that, but yeah. I think it might have been nigh. I think he was getting quoted with St. Johnson job at one time or something, and, and he didn't fancy it. I don't, I don't know the reason, but um, I know that a big team came in from. But um, I can give him a top four if you want me to go for it. Yeah, might as well. Um, so who's your um, top four? Top four is, is Patrick Thistle. I just think they'll pick Falkirk. I think they'll come good. Um, I think they'll. I think they've got a lot to get back at, especially after last season. I think they'll be determined um, to go over the line and become champions. So I took Patrick Thistle, and I, 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 the reason I'm saying that is my big mate's a big Patrick Thistle supporter. Is that you, so Bruce Robertson? By any chance? <laughs> no, no, it's no, it's no. But I've got them to win the league. Um, I've got Falkirk pushing them for second place. Mm-hmm. Can Falkirk go up? Can they, can they go up to the other league via the playoffs? Listen, it's like anything else. If you're winning games and the team doing the boat and the other league's losing games, you know, mm-hmm. you can maybe just get that momentum with you. Um, third place, really difficult. I've not even mentioned me, Danny Lennon at Clyde. Yeah. Um, who's, who's doing a great job, signed a good few players. Still got good Willie as well. Yeah, scores goals. Mm-hmm. Um but I've not, I've not even mentioned them. I put them back in for the simple reason. But I just think they, they, they get stuck in doing it at their park. Um, I think they'll let people know they're in a game. And um, they can pick up a points because they've got a duff at the helm and he's, he's, a, he's a really good manager. Mm-hmm. And I've got a wee, a wee shock, really, for well for the playoffs because I've not really made it the last few years. I mentioned earlier on, I've, I've put Airdrie in at fourth. Mm-hmm. I think he's made a lot of good signings. I, think they, I just think that them half and half full time kind of thing I don't know what the situation is with that you know yeah. I don't know how you can do it this hybrid thing or whatever but um, I think they could cause a few upsets at their, their, their home park and, and, and get sneak into the, the playoff spot mate so that's my top four yeah well you'll be pleased to know I've gone with something different so this will be interesting to see what happens at the end Let's of the season uh, so I'm going with Falkirk to win the league I just think the right. momentum that McCracken and Miller have built I'm not going to argue with that yeah, to be fair, it's a, it's a difficult call, yep. Um, yep. and we'll just wait and see. But I think they've got something good that's working there. Um, I think, personally, they would have won the league had it continued, but you never know. I mean, at the end of the day, we're yep. in where we're at. But I think um, they're building a good momentum there, and the fact they know the club so well. I think they'll just pick part of this at the title. This will be second. I'm sticking my neck out here I'm going to say Cove Rangers are going to continue their momentum and get the playoffs I just right. think Hartley's made another couple of good signs they'll get some very good players there who are above League 1 level like Sir Fraser Fivey for example right. um, so I'm going to go with them third and I'm going to go with East Fife for fourth because Darren Young has again Danny Swanson's yep. a good sign for that league but to be I fair I could have had Montrose I could have had Airdrie it's it's really difficult to be honest. That's a difficult league, a really yeah. difficult league, and 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 well, you've kind of you've kind of you, you, there's topsy turvy stuff here because in the playoffs at the bottom, in the playoffs at the bottom, mm-hmm. I've got Cove Rangers, and the reason is for me is I think it's, I think there is a wee step up in the league one. I think the clubs are bigger. Mm-hmm. I think they'll find it pretty difficult. I know they've got Fraser Fife in that, but they, they tend they tended to. Kind of get a couple of loan players for the Aberdeen side of things, didn't they, last season mm-hmm. or the season before or whatever, and bring in some, unless they can find another couple of gems in there. Mm-hmm. What they were very good at in the lower league was scoring goals, but what they weren't good at was keeping them out. Albion Rovers, for instance, they beat us 5 4 at Clifton Hill at the start of last season. And we scored four goals against them. 
And I just think that the, the, the strikers in this league, unless it's not a four-all draw last season between the two of you. Was it four-four? Was it? Uh, it was, was a four-four. Four-four. Well, there you go. Then I thought it was five-four. So I remember you getting yeah, a draw. You scored in the last minute. <laughs> they scored in the last minute. You're right. Four-four. Uh, was. So <laughs> I mean, entertaining stuff. But if you can't, it's already scored at one end. You know, John, but you've, you've got to keep them at the hard end, especially against bigger teams. Yeah. I think that's where they'll struggle this year. And the team I've got relegated is, and the big man will not like me for saying it, is Forther. <laughs> I think Forther will struggle. I just think they'll yeah. struggle this season. It's a good wee part to go and play it. And on the, on the road, um, I can't see them picking up a lot of points, you know, against these bigger teams. So somebody's got to get relegated. That's the team that I've went for, Forther Athletic. Yeah, I'm the same. I've went before for to go down. I've got Peterhead in the playoffs. I just right. think that, um, and I, you know, some one of my um, my mates' boys plays for the club, um, boy called Scott Brown. We had him on our po- podcast as well. Yeah, and they've obviously got Ferry there, but I just think losing Rory McAllister's a big blow um, to them. And I just, it was a, it was a difficult call. I just don't think they're going to have enough this season. I, yeah, yeah, I, I I wouldn't disagree with that, but. Yeah, I've got. Uh, that's who I've got at the bottom of the league. So might be proved wrong. Probably will be proved wrong. But um, <laughs> I've got. We're only here to pick our top four. And we're bottom two. So yeah. that's what we've went with. So yeah. that, that's it. So the only thing we've got really wrong there is the Partick Thistle Falkirk debate, and that will be interesting to watch throughout the season. Yeah, yeah that, I think that will be a fascinating battle. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, so getting into the uh, league two, um, finally. So the well, main. This is a minefield. This one. Yeah, this is a difficult one. I think the ones that most people are sticking their net out is Queen's Park, the signings that they've been making. Ray McKinnon was um, getting on to something there before, obviously, COVID hit. Um, I mean, I think Michael Doyle, I'm surprised he's actually went down that league, um, to be honest, because I think he could still do a job for Falkirk. Um, Louis Longridge was another one that was at Falkirk doing well. Yeah. Lee Day is a decent player. Bob McHugh is, you know, yeah. synonymous with playoff goals. Um, Simon Murray, I think that's a Big Q at that, that level as well. Big pressure on them. There is big pressure, but I have to say, if the owners, the, the, the money men, the, the, the board, and if they can't win that league with these signings, then they're in big problems because um, I've got them winning out of the park. I can't see them losing many games, John. Yeah. I look at the rest of the league and I look at the, the buying power they've had, um, and, and they, they just stand out for me. Um, you know, I'll probably see a few of their games if I'm allowed back in, so I'm looking forward to going down there and, yeah. and seeing what's happening. Um, but I know a lot of people, and you know as well, that we want to see Ray McKinnon, you know, falling by the wayside and it no working for them. Yeah. But they're an old team of mine, you know, but I ended my career at Queen's Park. and mm-hmm. um, There's a lot of decent people down there, so they're, they're, they're trying to move in the right direction. The supporters are buying into it. And um, I, I'm, I'd, I'd be absolutely amazed... If they didn't win the league, yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, I think moving to Lesser Hamden will work, work out better for them as well. Because sometimes yeah. I think playing Hamden was a hindrance to them. Yeah. I think having their oh, own wee self will be better for them. Well, I totally agree with you because going to Hamden to play gives the opposition maybe a buzz than it does if you're a home player. But you know, going to Lesser Hamden is is a different kettle of fish. You know, uh, you know, I'll, I'm looking forward to seeing it actually finished. I think it'll be a decent wee set up there. Mm-hmm. But um, um. Only thing I will say is that away strip that they've, they've got there, that red thing with all the numbers <laughs> on it and all that. Is just, mo- I didn't want to say anything, John, right? I didn't want to tweet anything. I didn't want to case a hurt anybody's feelings. 
But I wouldn't be wearing that if I was still playing for Queen's Park. I would say I'm injured that day. I'm not, I'm not putting that on. That is an absolute howler. Howler. And see the orange or the green or the blue or whatever it is, your defeats. I probably played in yesterday defeats. <laughs> Yeah, that's one of the worst I've ever seen. No. And I, rem- oh. I remember the Aberdeen away strip from 95 to 97, the one with the puke and the... Um, the oh, that was horrible. <laughs> that was a horrendous strip. No, I, <laughs> I actually quite like Simon Murray's tweet. The reason, you know, he's a, he's a ginger, you know, but the reason uh. he signed because of it. And it does, it's just because they get that strip that they've signed him. <laughs> <laughs> Not any day with the 25 goals he's going to bang in this season, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, horrendous. But um, no, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing him. Mm-hmm. And 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 um, I, I think they'll be they'll be decent this season, and uh, yeah. I think they'll blow most teams away. Yeah, I think so. Well, we're both obviously said that Queens Park will win the league. In terms of um, the playoff contenders, um, well, Edinburgh City I think will be up there again. They've been there thereabouts um, for the last few years. Stennis Muir didn't have a great season last season, but I know David Irons has got big plans, haven't spoken to him. Stranraer yep. coming back down, they've got a point to prove. Um, Elgin, Annan, um, there's. It's again difficult. There's as a well. few teams in there, and there's a few in there that we don't really know a lot about. And you know, Albion Rovers, Anne and Breakin, Cowden, Beath, Edinburgh City, Elgin, QP, uh, Stenny, Sterling, and Stranraer. I've obviously went for Queens Park. Obviously, you and I agree on certain things. That, that I think the, the, the financial clout will be too big for everybody else in the league. Yep. But I've threw in a wee curveball here for second place, John. Okay. I I really like some of the players that he's got, and I like the manager. And it's I went for Stranraer. I've went for him to finish second. Um, I think Daryl Duffy moving for, for um, Sterling Albion's a bit of a masterstroke. I watched him last mm-hmm. season. His movement's still really good in, inside the area. You know, he, he, he gets in between centre-backs and it's one-touch finish. It's, he doesn't mess about. Um, he scored a hat-trick last season against Albion Rovers. I watched him. His movement was tremendous. Um, plus as well, they've got the young strikers in, Rudy Payton. He was up at EK, he was young Celtic EK, and Thomas Soar, who moved to BSC. And they've got experience with Jal Victoria, Scott Robertson, Andy Sterling, who's still tricky, tricky mm-hmm. wee winger still, and obviously Jamie Hamill in there. So kept kept a kind of spiny's team mm-hmm. and, and, and brought in a couple of decent signings. So well, it used to be, I, I know times change and things, but it used to be a nightmare going down to Stranraer to play. And even if you're playing in midweek, you didn't look forward to it. It was always a difficult game. It was always raining when I went there. That was another thing. But you didn't look forward to the game. So I've got to use that to the advantage. I did watch them go up to Wraith last season or the season before. It may have been last season. And um, they tore Wraith apart on on the artificial surface. You know, mm-hmm. for a team that play down at their park, and it's never the best surface to go to an artificial surface and spread the ball about. And Yale Victoria ripped them apart that day. Absolutely ripped them apart, Wraith. So at the start of the season, he's a threat. And at the end of the season, he's a threat. Somewhere in the middle, I don't know where Joe disappears to. Yeah. He's one of the players, and I'm not being disrespectful to him. He mm-hmm. just comes alive at the start of the you know, and he bangs in the goals at the end of the season. Yeah. And then but with Daryl in there and Rudy Payton and Thomas Sawyer coming in as well, they're a bit of a threat. So I like the manager, Stevie Farrell, great guy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, says, says it how it is. Great to interview after games. Doesn't mix his words. And I like that. I like the honesty. Um, and I fancy they did well this season and maybe. I'm not, I'm not saying challenge Queen's Park but I think they'll be the best of the rest if you like Yeah, and who's making up your top four? Third place I'm going for Sterling Albion I think he's signed a few players as well I worked with a couple of them um, last season 
Um, Declan Byrne and Scott Roberts, winger in the centre forward. Declan will run through brick houses for you. Scott Roberts has got a great delivery, free kick taker, just a bit of balance, you know, really good coming in for the left-hand side. Andy Ryan, who I've always liked. I've, all, I've liked him everywhere he's went. I liked him at, when he went and loaned the air defeat him Fairman. Um, I think he can still score goals. So they've, they've added a few to the squad as well. Um, and their surface is great to play on as well, John. So mm-hmm. that's who I've went from third place. And um, just sneaking in there is a wee bit of a surprise. I've, I've went for Brecon. I, I think they'll turn it around this year. I've got a lot of, a couple of Aberdeen boys in loan, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Connor Barron, Luke Bowen. Is that yep. right saying that? Sorry, I look Bowen. I've got Dunfermline boys in loan, Scott Cusack and Matty Todd. Um, who these guys getting in is maybe a bit of a chance for some managers, but see if they're young and hungry and I'm trying to impress you know the teams that they're with, then uh-huh. I think you I think you reap the benefits of that. So good manager coming in, he's, he's experienced the, the lows, he's trying to keep them up and what it's like to, to manage at that level, he's got that a year under his belt and obviously he's added wee Sid to his coaching staff I believe as well, so we Simon Donnelly so that'll help him, so I've went for Brecon, yeah, surprise a few people and finish fourth. And who have you got bottom spot before I give you mine? I've got Albion Rovers and it hurts me to say that because they done well again last season and they would have survived I've got no yeah. doubt about that Aye, they were they far in front. Mm-hmm. yeah and in the playoffs I think because he's got there's no that, that is think... a playoff spot the bottom oh, spot is a playoff spot so it doesn't matter well, who finishes ninth that's right you're right <laughs> and then, well the second bottom I had um, who I think are going to have a poor season John um, and it, it could be an up and top I think Elgin will struggle this year mm-hmm I think they've got ready too many players and I've not really read anywhere or um or them that excites me that's went there to see if they can score goals, you know, and yeah. who they've got in. So I think it's going to be a tough league. Mm-hmm. Edinburgh City were the same. You were you, you were saying you quite fancied them. But uh, mm-hmm. I've not really seen anybody that they've brought in that, that really excites me to, to to see them, you know, getting a lot of points on board. So again a tough league. But I think I think it's funny because we've not really said this to each other. Like so in the league, sometimes you get like Celtic and Rangers could pull away for everybody else. There's a big yeah. gap. I think this league could could do that. I think Queens Park could pull away for everybody pretty early on, you know. And mm-hmm. then it's everybody fighting against everybody else for the the kind of the closing places kind of thing. Probably yeah. the only league that will do that. Maybe Partick Thistle and Falkirk could maybe do that with the rest of them in the other league. But mm-hmm. I think this is the most difficult one with teams beating each other apart from Queens Park. I think Queens Park will. will, will be seen ever do it out the road. Yeah, I think Queen's Park will walk this league, to be brutally yep. honest. Um yep. I've got Edinburgh City in second place. Right. Um I've I don't know if it's just because I've been speaking to Davy Irons, um but, but right. then and I did this well been over last season when I spoke with Kevin Harper, so I've probably right. put myself in the same tra- trap. I'm I'm putting Stesmere in second in third place um because I think they've made a couple of good signs. I think the boy Cam Tappen could be a good sign for them. Yeah. At that level. Um and I know they're working very hard to improve in last season, so and they're a decent sized club. Um I think they'll be third. And I think Annan Athletic will go along nicely. They they seem to always go under the radar and finish in I that fourth you. place. Um, totally agree with you. Yeah. I totally agree with you about Annan. They're a they're a they're a side that one week they'll get scalped with Cowden Beath and in the next three games they'll win. And you go, where did that come from? You know mm-hmm. they, they, they seem to be always there or thereabouts, don't they? Yeah. They seem to really, really give yeah. teams a tough time doing it at the park. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I agree with you there, but I think for me, they'll be mid-table this year. I'm going to stick with my four. I'm not going to change my mind. Nah, fair it is. I'm going to stick with mine. I, Neil, I, I thought I would change it for a minute, but I thought, no, I'm just going to stick with my guns and I'm see how much I'm going to hold on to this, John. I'm going to hold on to this and put it at the road towards the end of the season and we'll need to have a swatch it. Please do, yeah. Well, Absolutely. I'll put it. I'll put it on a blog later as well. Um, so I'm going to ask Aye. the other guys' thoughts. Um, and I'm sorry to say I'm putting Albion over bottom as well. I just think um, there's too many clubs in there that have been able to attract better players. Um, I think losing Kevin's a big blow. Um, but yeah. I, I need to pull Kevin up, by the way, because he came on our podcast. He was still a manager a week later. He resigned. Why didn't he just do that before ours? And we they got an exclusive. <laughs> I know, mate. Well, I don't think the chairman wanted to see him just before that. It was just a, a oh, no. everything that happened. That, that you know the, the, the rules that the, the smaller clubs, the budget gets cut, the wages get mm. cut. You're trying to do better for the club. Um, you're trying to sign better players to get the club elevated in the league, and then your budget's cut. It was going to be too difficult, you know, yeah. and everything else that was going on, it was going to be too difficult. But I hope Brian does well this season. I hope some of the boys are still there that I worked with, um, some good players, mm-hmm. and I hope I hope they can I hope they can stave off relegation. But I think it's going to be tough. I think it's going yeah. to be tough for them. It's going to be tough. Um, they'll still, whoever finishes bottom, still at least gets the second chance to survival. Um, that will be interesting to see because I think because obviously West of Scotland's in, so you're talking about four. Um, teams fighting out for one place that's going to be really interesting down there how they work that out but we don't ah, even know yeah. when, when the West of Scotland League's starting or when the Highland League's starting because that's been delayed to 28th of November that's the thing they always talk about the Lowland League where it's East Cobride against Kelty yeah. for me they'll be the top two they're the kind of Falkirk and Partick Thistle if you like their league you know mm-hmm. I've signed a lot of good players I mean vastly experienced players the two of them um, goals in them great defending They'll just they'll just blow teams away. I can see them blowing teams away. Some some teams. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of cannon fodder kind of hanging about the lower league, but it's getting more difficult, and more difficult each year. With new teams mm-hmm. that are coming in, Caledonian yeah. Braves have been a great uh, addition to the league. They've got some decent young, decent young players as well. Um, but they've still got to play the Highlands, and people always forget about the Highland League team, you know, and they're no mugs. So whoever's going to win the leagues, it's not an automatic thing into the foot into the to, to lead to. It's you still got to go up the Highlands, and it's going to be interesting to see who who does that this year. It's going to be the interesting one. And then because, in the West, you've got the likes of Auchinleck coming in are going to be a threat, and uh, Darvel are putting a lot of money to it as well. It's, ah, there's, there's, there's teams throwing money about all other places for these wee, wee clubs, and you know, and listen, we spoke about the, the, the top of the show kind of thing. How, how far we're going to get this season, and if these clubs yeah. are going to survive, because mm-hmm. you and I know, you know, Ayrshire, Ayrshire um, hunting grounds, the support down there is phenomenal for these teams, and they need them in. They, they need the, the four, five, sometimes six hundred in. By the way, down there, so mm-hmm. I mean that keeps clubs afloat, and and, and they're known as big wages as, as some of the guys that I know for a fact are owning the whole league. Mm-hmm. So they've been out big time to to, to sign these players. And the hunch that they're going to get into the into league two, but we still don't know because of the current climate what's going to happen. But we hope it all works out and the best team wins in the end, and and, and we can get finished. That's the most important yeah. thing. We don't want to come to a conclusion again where there's still games left and something happens. We want to get the league finished this year mm-hmm. because everybody I think will agree that it was a bit of a fast last year the way it all ended up. Yeah, definitely. What we definitely don't want is, um, you know. 
we're in a second wave at the moment. We don't want a third wave hitting it cur- curtails out and them in the same slanging matches as we had at the end of last season. So yeah, we'd like to be able to get back to football, um, have fans back in. Um, I know there's petitions going about to say let fans back in. I don't know how far that'll go. Um, we'll just need to see. We need the fans back in soon. Um, but what are you look most um, just to finally uh, round off. Um, what do you th- what are you most looking forward to about this upcoming um, championship to League Two season? Just seeing the, just seeing live football, John. Just seeing some of the players. Um, Maybe reaching. I, I like to see the younger guys coming through, whether in loan or no. I always like to see a young boy in loan who isn't he, you know, Billy Big Time or anything like that. He wants to go and earn his craft. He wants to play for a team. Um, you know, we mentioned the young boys um, got to Brecon City, for instance. Go and, go and play football with men and see the reserve or under 20s football. Go and adapt. Go and see what it's all about and then get called up and breakthrough into your, your team, you know, that that's that's what it's all about for me. Guys that want to choose choose a career and go and fulfil their ambitions and become a, a regular football player. You know, don't go and you don't fancy it and go wholehearted and go in there and, and, and do your best. And I'm also looking forward to seeing guys improving like young Anton Dowds that went for East Fife to Falkirk. Mm-hmm. I think he, he caused a lot of problems at East Fife against teams. I think he can Taking that step into full-time football will benefit him. I, you know, similar to myself, a way back, your fitness, your, your, your everything about your game improves. And um, I think he's got a real chance if he plays regular. He has to play regular. And that'll only happen is when you get your chance, John, you've got to mm-hmm. take it. Yeah, you've definitely. got to take your chance. You know, six, seven games, without a good, strikers are getting, you know, that's what you go by, your goals. As soon as he gets in, he needs to get, you know, hit the ground running and get a few goals in about him and he'll not be left out because I've, I've watched him gain bigger teams, you know, two big centre-backs, hard, hard time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what I don't want to see this season is what I've been seeing in the Premier League and I hope you agree with me here. Mm-hmm. I want to see teams going and having a go. Yeah, totally. See that, the centre-forward 10 yards in his own half and watching him passing the ball but and getting a line of 10 players and no one to get broke down. Why doesn't the centre-forward go and play against the two centre-backs? And when the ball comes up the park, get in about them, hold the yeah. ball up for his team and get them up the park. Mm-hmm. I want to see wingers taking full-backs on. I don't want to see the ball in the corner flagging away back to their own goalkeeper. That would absolutely, absolutely go off my head with that one. I, I can't understand that. If I'm a centre-forward and the wingers get the ball out wide and it goes back to my goalkeeper, I'm having a word with that. Outside right in the dressing room at half time. Yeah. I, I mean I, I mean a word up against the wall word. Because I'm in there to score goals and if it goes back to the goalie, rubbish. Go and have a go. Go and test teams. Hibs are the only team to test Rangers this season so far. Yeah. They went and had totally a goal. Agree. Everybody else is standing back off the goals and off the Hellander. And I'm I'm using that as an example. The same with Celtic. Then Hibs go to Celtic Park and don't do the same thing. So this is a level. The lower leagues are a level for you to go and express yourself. Yep. Go and express yourself and try and get up to that top level. Let a manager see you, a scout see you, whatever, and go and do your best and try and get to the highest level you can. So, and I, just to summarise that there, that's what I'm looking forward to this season. Seeing guys mm-hmm. fulfilling their ambition and going and play at the highest level they can. That's all I want to see. 
yeah, express themselves where you have in this podcast. That would certainly be um, the way. Uh, and just before before we go, um, I understand you've been doing a bit of commentary this season with you and with Robertson with Hamilton TV. How's that going? Yeah, well, I've just done the one game. Um, just uh, aye, the Rangers game, at, um, and we couldn't get in obviously because because of the situation. Um, I'm hoping I get another phone call. If there's anybody else out there looking for a comment, by the way, they're, they're, as you mentioned, you know, I think every single club that I play for has got a TV station now, so mm-hmm. I'll be quite happy <laughs> with that. Aye, but no, I enjoyed it. It was it was good. It was a good laugh. Um, and um, unfortunately for Hamilton, they didn't get the right result. Uh, if it wasn't for um, the, the, the big keeper making a fantastic save with his left hand, mm-hmm. um, off his Sean Want. I, th- I think I mentioned his name about three hundred times. He had a magnificent game. Um, and I think Ewan at one point thought it was his agent, but he had a great game that day. But Rangers were Rangers were comfortable, weren't it? Rangers are comfortable at 2-0, but you're never in the game at 2-0, John. You're always in the game at 2-0. Um, even last night, we Hibs against uh, Brora, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. 2-0. It's comfortable. Brora can't get the ball. And it's, before you know it, they've nicked one. It's 2-1, you know? And you're looking at some of the Brora attacks, and you're going, see if they can get an odd goal here. So you've always got a chance. It doesn't matter yeah. how small you are and you're going to the biggest ground. But Hamilton, um, for me, I've got a lot of time for them down there. I, I, I think they do a great job. And I love the, I love the way it's savage, the way that they stay in the league all the time, just to upset everybody else. And I quite <laughs> enjoy that. I, I like to see that, you know. Yeah, well, they're not a team that's affected by the no Christ thing because they don't get many. <laughs> and I mean, that with the greatest of respect, listen, see, at the end of the day, it's about what you do in the part, not, not how many fans you've got in. And Hamilton have done so well, and they deserve to Absolutely. be in the top flight. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if they stay up and um, who, or if they do stay up, who's going to join them. But we're all looking forward to it. Um, it'll be good to see the lower leagues back in. They've obviously had the yeah. Betfred Cup this week to get a, a feeler for it. And let's just hope that. That they all pass by without too much talking about positive tests for the COVID, um, we, and that hopefully that eases up. <laughs> we want to talk about the football, John. We yeah. want to talk about football, nothing else. Just let's talk about the good games. And the only problem is we can't go to the pub and date at the minute. But I'm sure in a few weeks when we get back into the pub, we'll be able to talk about the games that we've been to that because that's punters. That's that's what the punters want. That's what they miss, isn't it? You know, yeah. get in and talk about the refereeing decision or how your team played or the goal they seen that day. That's what football's all about for us, yes. and uh, that'll never change. Absolutely. Um, for me, I just want to see them back in the ground rather than um, before the pubs, to be honest. But hopefully that'll be sooner rather than later. Talking about after the game, John. I was talking about after ah, the I game. I know. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> right, listen, cheers again, Ali, and uh, all the best um, and all the best for new season, whatever you're up to. Thanks, mate. Brilliant. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah.